to Double Minority Experience. I'm your host, Taria Malin Shepard. This show is sponsored by Arate Brand. Check in the description below and click on the website. For the biker and you, browse through our collection of t-shirts, helmets, gloves, motorcycle jacks, and my favorite, the boots. Oh, I also love the motorcycle jackets. Today, I want to talk to you about the discriminations of being a double minority. Uh, we're going to talk today about a little bit about the discriminations, and then I'm going to give you an actual job example of a discrimination working at the military base here in Ohio. So started off, whenever I uh, bid on the job, I realize most residential and commercial, uh, if it's commercial, typically they're looking to get a one of my minority certifications, whether an SBA or DBE, so they can get some kind of credit for hiring a minority business owner. But there's a, a dark side also to that. We won't talk about that today. We'll talk about the dark side of residential construction. So when I go to a investor or approach a homeowner, the reason why they want to go with me is because they want a more economical price, or let's just say they want a, a cheap price. They want a perfect job. Um, but how, as a minority business owner, do I give you a cheaper price than Lowe's or Home Depot? Let's be, let's be real. They buy in bulk and pretty much they can get their products for free. And the contractors that work for them are going to be work for them cheaper than what they work for me. And on top of that, so there's no way I can give you a cheaper price. So whenever I hear somebody, well, I got a bid coming in from Lowe's on Depot, I say, well, thank you for your time. Uh, can't really compete with their pricing uh, because I know that's what you're looking for and that's typically a hundred percent so far I've been doing that since 2008 and I have never had a customer say I'm not price matching now since we offer the last couple of years we've been offer, offering interior design services we've been able to win a lot more promising projects because people want that interior design they want the look but again if it's my company and a prominent uh, let's just say white company if my prices aren't way more economical or way cheaper I hear this well why would I go with you well we we do a great job phenomenal well so does the other company I might as well just keep it with the other company so it's like wow well and then the other side of the workers, I uh, had a conversation with one of my contractors who is Mexican. And he was talking about the, the discriminations uh, are not really, and the racism is real, uh, but they are okay with it. So let me give you an example. The the radical statement, I'm sure y'all hear, oh, those Mexicans, they do great work and they're real cheap. 
Well, I have not experienced that. And so I thought there was no truth to that until I talked to one of my subcontractors. He said, um, Ms. Shepard, my prices are higher for you because you are a black woman. I said, what? He said, yeah. He said, it is frowned upon to work for a black woman. You guys are like the lowest ones on the telephone pole. He said, we're just having a real conversation. I was like, you know what? I always knew I, I always knew I was paying higher prices. I thought because I was a, a black woman. I just didn't know you guys knew I knew. He said, we didn't know you knew. But he just said, I said, because I talked to other developers and some of my teams work for multiple general contractors and multiple developers. And they're like, oh, yeah, they, they I, I pay this when it worked for them. I said, well, how come you get such a cheap price? And talking to my subcontractor, he goes, working for a white man is a prominent thing. It's prominent in their culture. And I'm not saying my subcontractor, he he has, well, he's no longer my subcontractor after this conversation, but uh, I'm not saying he speaks for everyone. I'm just saying about the, hmm, about the 20 other subcontractors that are uh, Hispanic have had the same similar conversations and my experience with them, um, which makes this relevant. So he said, when I work for a white man, I give him a way cheaper price than what I give you. Because it's when people see me working for you, it's a, it's frowned upon because you're like the least person. He said, but when I work for another Hispanic person, I work for them even for free. I'll do... I'll do a job for free for them because they are Hispanic. They say, he'd give me a beer, invite me to his barbecue. Hey, I'll do a whole job for him. I said, how come you won't do that for me? He said, because you're black and you're a woman. He said, pretty much a black man may get a little bit of cheaper price because he's a man, but that's just how it works. I said, who determined in your mind that God put me in an inferior body? I said, your whole mindset, I don't even feel sorry for you guys anymore. I said, because I experienced this since 2008. I'll ask a, another investor, hey, how much are you paying? And he said, oh, I don't pay them that much. What do you mean them? I said, the max, I'm not paying the max in that much money. I was like, but th that's, this is what they charge me or they won't do the job. He said, yep, that's, that's how it is. So I pay higher prices for labor being a black woman contractor. I also, I pay more materials than a black woman contractor. When I go to different uh, companies, whether it's Home Depot, Lowe's, Menards, 48 Lumber, whoever it is, I'm in line. I hear the deals. Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to give you 20% off, whatever. And then my, my materials go to the same bedroom. And I, the last few times I went to the bedroom, I didn't even get $1 off. I'm paying prime, and they want to charge me to deliver. But other, other contractors, they want to give them 
free delivery. Oh yeah, well he, he does so much business because he's getting so much business. It makes no sense. And then people wonder why affirmative action is needed. Well, I'm now working on a way to just not even to be a part of the construction industry anymore. Whether I'm gonna be giving us a break and focusing on building custom homes. And my custom homes, we're gonna have a set price. Um, if the contractors don't wanna give work for the price, then I'll get different contractors. Customers don't wanna pay the price for the home, then they can live somewhere else. But anybody that live in my home will be blessed to live there. But far as remodeling, I'm just done fighting the war of discrimination. Who can you call? The police? No. Code? No. You sue and get what? A judgment? And how can you cash that in? It's very difficult. So, needless to say, let me tell you about working at the military base. So, I was approached, and I'll maybe switch up the names just a bit because I don't even care if they want to go there, take me to court or sue, whatever, and I can counter sue and they can pay the $10,000 in court fees. We're going to call them Future Net Club. <laughs> you, you, easy to find out with that company. Future Net Club. <laughs> That's their real name, Future Net, but I changed the last word to club. Uh, I was approached uh, with 10 other companies, uh, minority companies, to do a job on Columbus Military Base off of East Broad, DSCC. Yeah, I'll name it, don't care. Bring it on military, don't trust you ever again. Um, turned a bid in, and like any bid I turn in, I'm like, oh, well, good luck with this. With all these names, like I just explained to you, I don't get the lowest price. And we had another show where I explained to you, concrete has a, when we do concrete jobs, asphalt jobs, I don't focus or do that. So I don't get that 40% discount. So it makes me, uh, far as the numbers, I can't compete. And as far as labor, sidewalks, parking lots are not rocket science. It's what type of equipment you have and who do you have working on the equipment, how many years of experience and can they read blueprints. So that's not rocket science. So you're gonna pretty much get the same job and you're getting the same materials. It's just whoever can get the materials cheaper. So this is for a concrete pad, housekeeping pad on the inside, a small uh, concrete pad for the chiller on the outside, and we would need to remove uh, a fence, dig some footers, build a frost wall, you know, nothing major. Small job, should take us no more than 30 days to do the whole job. So I get a call from FutureNet Club that, hey, you're, you, you won the bid. I said, okay, awesome. I said, well, the deal is I need money up front, which I explained to you. It's called mobilization. I said, if you can get me money up front, uh, we can wait. Uh, we can, we'll need to break this up in phases because I'll need to submit to you a net 30. And so they arranged, they said they normally don't do it, but they arranged to pay with a credit card. Well, the, I should go in the hell with that credit card. The head, the, they pay with a credit card, and then after we, uh, we use, we're using QuickBooks, and so we send them a, an invoice. They can pay it with a credit card, 
they put a stop payment almost all four times messed our books up because then we when it's coming to release then they do a fraud investigation like why is this company paying with a credit card over ten thousand dollars and then they're putting a stop payment so they said they were having some glitches with their accounting until i told them we can no longer accept their credit cards uh, they have to pay us with a check which i learned is the safest way to get payment cash or check if they wire i recently learned you can call and unwire you can retract the wire and just say oh i never received the service and their bank will try to unwire the money and then you your bank can be locked up uh, credit card they did this so it financially screwed us up for a few months so I'm gonna make this story short so I had a couple uh, the military guy representing the military one of the Corps of Engineers when he met with him, he said oh great you're a black woman-owned company we're gonna treat you right red flag I'm gonna make sure you get paid I said what what that this is our first conversation so wait 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 let's back up back up back back up when you say this sir it sounds like you're saying because you're a black woman you're not gonna get paid why do you need to tell me I'm gonna make sure you get paid he said because the company uh, future net club has been having problems paying their subcontractors we hired them to manage the project and to uh, allocate the money so they're handing out the money they make sure the job is done managing a project and then when the invoices are turned in uh future net club turns them into the military to the military the military issues the money to future net club future net clubs submits it to the bonding company uh to re so we don't can't put a which it was all bull crap can't put a lien on the government property i learned that the hard way you can't even sue the military uh, unless it's approved by Congress according to my attorney um, so learning all of that we'll, we'll make this story short um, we were having problems getting paid and it turned out uh, FutureNet Club was giving uh, approximately seven projects totaling 21 million dollars and out the 21 million dollars they were given 70 percent of the money and they were about to file bankruptcy and many of the subcontractors pretty much especially me my company we we were owed still to this day 149,000. but i'll let you understand how it worked so we start and with the military base number one a lot i don't think i'll first of all i don't ever trust the military again i worked at the air force base uh, several years before and I'm owed about four grand on that job and so I was about to swear off all military bases and so because United States can't be trusted do not trust them at all so um, F future net club uh, and the military decided to change the scope of work and when they changed the scope of work, we went from, they basically increased the job by 300%. Um, 
So we now had to demo a whole little parking lot to put the chiller pad on the parking lot. We now had to demo an entire fence, not just like a gate to get access and install a whole new fence. Um, the chiller pad uh, became 300% larger. And so, which means now we, we're dealing with major forms, a lot more rebar, a lot more gravel, you know, and our credit didn't have that large of a credit limit with each of these companies. So we lacked the resources to really do this project without putting other projects on hold. And so I put other projects on hold for cash flow reasons because the Corp engineer uh, representative said, I will guarantee, I will make sure you get paid if you make a way to do this project. So <laughs> with all the different changes, um, it, it uh, for example, there were things that I just didn't know, like we had to have safety meetings every, every morning and the meetings would last over an hour. And imagine paying your guys prevailing wage. So like a laborer's making 21 bucks an hour, carpenters making 45 bucks an hour, iron workers 60 bucks an hour sitting for the same meeting every day. Also, it would take sometimes one, two hours to get on the base. Already, get this, you go through 12 background checks. And for the background checks, literally they wanna know where you went to kindergarten all the way up. And so we paid for background checks, but two of our guys were not able to get on. They were actually arrested. They weren't able to get onto the work base over traffic tickets from different states over 20 years ago. That those kind of items did not show up on our background check. So 50 bucks background check that didn't show up. But when they pulled, when they did their check, they had live warrants. So totally embarrassing. Um, but um, I digress. So the job increase, and so with the job increase. I increased the prices to the proposal. The proposal was approved each time the job was increased by FutureNet Club's vice president. I want to use his name so bad because I want him to just call me. Um, but <laughs> I'll give him an earful. It was so much fraud. It's ridiculous. So he we'll call his name Andre. I can't stand black chauvinistic men that also are racist. Yeah, let's talk about it. You don't want to be discriminated against, but you want to treat me less than or my company because I'm a black female. And you've been brainwashed to believe because the company is ran and owned by a black woman that it's inferior to other companies. And so he approved each and every change order. And then after FutureNet Club tried to file, start the filings of bankruptcy, what happened is the bond company took over. Andre quits FutureNet Club as the vice president. And guess what? 
he was hired to work for the bond company on the same project at the same base. Switch it, same base, same project. So then you imagine, uh, I don't know if this is a word, but it's a word I'm using, idiocracy, stupidity, foolishness, sitting across from this idiot who approved all of these changes and emails and signed contracts and then say, working for the bond company, I don't know why they approved this. Isn't this your signature? Hey, this was authorized by a company I no longer work for. We can't approve this. This is after the work is done. Phase one and two was done. So I said, let me get this straight, Andre. You're saying now you represent the bond company when you just represented FutureNet Club FutureNet group uh, uh, just a couple weeks ago and you approved this and said, Miss Shepard, I'm going to make sure you get paid. I'm sick and tired of hearing that. In fact, that's the kiss of death. If you ever hear somebody say, I'm going to make sure you get paid, they're saying that you're not getting paid because there's no reason to say when we have contracts and if you have money, you got to make anything. Then he says, um, he then says he no longer works for FutureNet Group and now he um, he can only he's reviewing all the contracts and so now it's about $149,000 uh, well at the end of it that I'm owed because the bond company said they have to review but we need to pour the chiller pad which was pretty much the last item we would need to do i took that fence off of the contract because i said if you guys don't pay me for the concrete there's no way i'm gonna get this tall 24 foot fence rebar that's gonna cost about 25 dollars and then not get paid so i just took it off the contract so I ended up having to hire, I, I had hired a black subcontractor due to pouring and they gave him hell. I mean, they were creating procedures that never even heard of. So I gave them some of their own medicine. I studied uh, water procedures of the cooling of, of the concrete. And I found out that there were five kind of five different types of procedures. And uh, we sat at the military meeting. They were like, well, there's only one, one way that you can uh, do the water procedure. I was like, oh, that's not true. Let's have a meeting about a meeting. There's five different procedures. Here's the documents. They thought, oh, we didn't know this, blah, blah, blah. They wanted to have three other meetings to discuss this. Like they are God and know everything. <laughs> oh, I did that on purpose. I also did it to stall on time because having problems with getting that much concrete and gravel and because they were um, going bankrupt and we're now dealing with the bonding company who rehired FutureNet Group. <laughs> oh, this is shady. Shady, shady, shady. So I end up hiring a white company who I met him on a military base. In fact, he was introduced to me 
I wanted a Corps of Engineers and said, he does concrete too. He just did this big concrete job. Um, and so basically, I just talked to him. I was like, basically, the conversation was like, if you use this guy, we'll leave you alone instead of hassling you. Because also, I'm going to tell you, working at the military base, I was asked by four different people that work for the Army for money. Oh, that didn't help. Oh, my God. They weren't even slick about it. At first, he was like, hey, so what are you going to give me that I'm giving you this job and I have other jobs coming and you don't have to deal with FutureNet group? I was like, what do you mean what I'm going to give you? I said, I'll tell you what. I'll give you something. So the next day, I went to my favorite donut shop because the guy was overweight. And I said, I want the best donuts, those stick donuts. Oh, my God. I got a maple chocolate. Uh, I got them the, the, with the cream filler. Oh, my God. Those were my, those, these are my favorite donuts of all time. I got him a dozen of these. Okay, got it. Put a bow on top. And I got him a card. Said, thank you for this opportunity. And I, you know, got through security, whatever, brought it to, brought it to him, brought it to his office. So here you go. I really appreciate it. He goes, what is this? I said, this is, I said, you look like you like donuts. Not to be funny, but I'm being funny. Ha ha. He's like, oh, I do like donuts. I was like, well, these are my favorite donuts. I, I thought about our conversation we had and I wanted to do something nice for you for possibly future jobs so here you are he opened it up and what he said while he was opening up it better not be donuts in here he opens it up like oh my god there's donuts i said yes not any donuts these are my favorite donuts of all time jolly dry gyrate 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 jolly jolly gyrate off of uh, east main street really really good jolly pirate off east main street yeah so uh, he looks at me and goes, I was talking about money. So what do you mean money? I said, uh, I said, wait a minute. You're not telling me you thought that was going to have cash in it, did you? He was like, yeah. I was like, dude, I am waiting for $80,000 right now. What do you mean cash? I put off my other projects to trying to finish this job from hell. This is supposed to be a 30-day project. Now that I'm here, and this is our fourth, fifth month, and I've already been given shady credit cards. I put stop payments on, and y'all, you don't want to still working with FutureNet Group. I'm sick of this mess. And then every it's since I, I got black contractors and black employees, you making us go through hell, and you black. And you got a couple of white guys that's giving us hell. I feel the racism. I'm sick of this mess then you have the audacity to put your lips together and ask me for cash get in line and I walked out I was like I'll be doggone it and then I had another dude he was black saying hey man we won't give you more jobs and I said y'all are making six figures y'all making more money than I'm making $80,000 is not a lot of money for another installment when I have six people to pay prevailing wages to, plus other subcontract companies. Have you did the math? What money do you think there is? Plus, you're not supposed to be asking me for money. You work for the military. You guys got no. I said, oh, this is the last job. Squash this. All I want to do is finish and get my money. 
another person asked me for money i i used profanity with him i just said the f word you screw you f you i'm sick of this mess i should wear a, some but what <laughs> it's like what you gonna do who you gonna tell because i found out andre they these guys all was in the military together they showed me a picture that's like the guy over all the contracts is went was all in the military with andre that's why he got back with the military the, with the bonding company these guys is messing over so what he said was that 21 million dollars future net group got also went to some of them got that money i'm telling you facts this dude drive up in a brand new jaguar andre who just quit future net group now working for the bonding company I mean, that Jag was so sick. Looked like a $150,000 car. It was the big one. Got his nameplate. I said, you don't even live in Ohio. And you bought a, he was like, this is a business expense. I said, you guys are so corrupt. I don't give a damn. You guys are corrupt. All I want to do is get the hell off this job and get my balance. That's it. That's it. So... I got the bonding company now, who is Andre, who approved all these change orders. I got all this material ordered. And it's like, Lord, what do I do? Like, why did I even take this job? When he first said, I'm going to make sure you get paid, that was a clue. Whenever I hear that, I run. Like, oh no. Like, these people, what do they think they're going to go to heaven? This is your heaven. Enjoy your best life literally you work my butt off try to do the right things and it seems at every corner you got people that are prospering and getting getting ahead that are so wicked they tell, tell we're having this conversation in front of camera they're like who we all been so, so I asked one guy I said so you know him he's like how long have we known him it's over 20 years so no, nobody can stop them. These are, these are the real gang. And we're supposed to, that's what's like, don't show me no American flag. That's the blood of the innocent, the blood of the slave, the blood of the Native American. These are my people. So no, I'm not rocking no flag. And I don't care for the military. Let me tell you what they did. They said, you're not going to play ball with us. I'm going to show you how we're going to do you. That's what the guy said. This is the guy over all contracts of DSCC. Yeah, I'm saying it on my podcast. DSCC screwed me over big time. They all asked me for money. The one guy said, I'm going to give you a multi-million dollar contract, but you got to give me the money, half the money back. You got to figure out how to give it back to me without tracing. I was like, you guys are wicked. I'm not giving you a damn thing. Hired the white company and guess what? The day after it pours, we supposed to, my other crew that are employees came to remove the forms off of pouring the concrete pad. So the white company poured it. I had my guys who were black and white people um, taking the forms off. And when we went to come to the base, they said, we no longer work there. Come get your stuff. So after we actually do the job, we get fired. For what? The job was done. And guess what? The white company I hired, they paid him my money. And when I called him, I said, he said, I have nothing to do with this. They just said you wouldn't play ball. I said, unbelievable. I do the job 
I let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I ended up after this having to file bankruptcy. So don't say, oh, you didn't pray, save it, talk to the hand. I did pray. What do you do with a corrupt country, a corrupt military base, corrupt people? You file bankruptcy. I paid as many people as I can't could. Many people as I could. Out of my personal savings. I didn't even have enough to, to take on this other project. And literally, like mentally, financially, it trained me. I had to say goodbye to my Mercedes, to my Range Rover, to my motorcycle. They all got in my bankruptcy. Ah, to my home. All of it. I mean, I'm going to talk to you about deal after deal after deal of just satanic wickedness. And so when I see people say, oh, I've been in the construction field and I'm doing good, I speak through the hand. Let's, let's, let's get a forensic person to really look into every deal you ever did. Do you want to do that? Do you? Oh, I know you don't. Because how are you getting ahead? Oh, because just stop it. Just stop it. It'd be nice. Oh, it can't be at every base. Oh my God, if it's there, it's everywhere. The same corrupt people pretend they rocking the flag. Oh, we, you not saving this country from nothing. Who's the enemy? Who is big enough to take on the United States that's ever hurt us ever? Every single war is a false flag and you know it. You don't steal countries and, and steal land and then you have joy about it. Wicked country, wicked military base, wicked Air Force base, corrupt people, corrupt police. I'm sick of this mess. So this is double minority. And the lessons learned, I won't do another military job. I was talking to some people and they were like, man, you're green. You don't want to do that military job. I was like, why not? They said it's millions could be. They said, you don't get it because they're afraid to speak on why it's so dangerous. Then I got an attorney, I should call his name. He's supposed to be a black civil rights attorney. He robbed me of $6,000. Didn't represent me, couldn't even remember my name. Corruption. I'm just sick of it. Who do I go to? I go to the Lord. He says, I'm preparing a table for you in the presence of your enemies. These people have sided with the wicked one. People always say, well, does everybody go to heaven? No. How can you go to heaven and you've been living a hellish life? So, yeah, am I angry? Am I passionate? I went to everybody that would listen. People say, you afraid you're going to get killed? How are you going to kill me when you're not God? You may hurt me, but you're not going to kill me because I have a purpose here in this world. I'm not afraid of them future net group. You the one that got to pray for God to wake you up tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to say who they are, future net group. They screwed 
screwed me over. They owe me thousands of dollars. You imagine getting paid with a credit card and you $20,000 on a credit card and, and you wait the three to 10 days to get the money. And once the bank releases it, they immediately say, you don't take all the money off of it. And they immediately say, we have to investigate because they put a stop payment or a fraudulent alert on the card. Then you call FutureNet Group and say, what's going on? Oh, is something wrong with our account? On every credit card? On every payment? And then this lousy attorney says, you have to, he was representing me on another case. That's cards you say for the attorney general. <laughs> Just corruption. Like it's, 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 I feel like it's a satanic society that say, and they are. People think, it. what is it? It's just individuals who love money more than they love doing the right thing. And when you have many of them, you have a society of wit wickedness, of people who just wanna hurt people. They don't care about anybody. Then they make up the laws that don't really make sense. That's not applied to them. So it hurt me to file bankruptcy. It really did. I, I, I let out tears. I just said, unbelievable. If I never took that job, if I never tried to open up that car lot, have the uh, somebody from, hey, that guy, Salida Bayandam, let me name him. How you sell a person a dealership. We're going to talk about the next show. And he's, he wrecks all the cars, robs all the cars, takes all the money the customers paid, and, the, and you call the police on him because he's trying to do a, a multi-million dollar insurance fraud deal. And the police say, well, you just leave. I said, well, what happens to the customers? The customers calling me, well, this is his dealership. What can you, what can you do? My name's on all the papers. <laughs> Oh, well, sue them. <laughs> this country is wicked. No, I don't like America. I don't. My, I just, it's based off my experience. No one else talked me into it. <laughs> based off of what I've experienced with police, with judges, with prosecutors, with the military base. This is a corrupt, corrupt country. I once heard... Uh, one of the news broadcasters saying Nigeria is the most corrupt country in the world. S speak to the hand. It's America. He said, if you don't like it, get out. I'm working on it. I'm going to travel around the world and I'm going to land in the most God-fearing country there is. And we wonder why we wonder why there's no peace here. There's so much cancer here. This is such a wonderful country. How come we need pesticides? Since when are you afraid that insects are gonna take over the land? Sounds like a curse from God to me. So I'm gonna let this rock. I don't care what uh, what I get from it. I don't care about the, the military. I don't care about Future Net Group. I don't give a damn about Saliba Yandam supposed to be a terrorist I'm sick and tired of these people they choose wickedness and they just they just stump all over people that try to do the right thing and it hurts so before uh, if uh, a black young woman want to come into 
the construction business and you don't see a lot of black women i'm going to tell you why you got to have thick skin you got to have a relationship with god because it's every time you turn around there's some type of corruption people see you and they see a little good in you and then they want to know oh we can that means when they see a little good in you that means we can take advantage of you that means let's let's see how we can rip her off let's see how we can hurt her instead of thinking wow who is this person and they say well what does that mean because when 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 you use profanity in my presence you say excuse me i didn't mean that why do you say that to me why why do you if you don't see goodness in me when you use profanity in my presence do you say oh excuse me i didn't mean to say that in front of you who am i I'm a person that you know I have a good heart and that there is good in me. And it is tough being a black woman, a double minority. It 